Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. I'm Dax Holt, joined by Mr. Adam. What's your middle name? Scott. Adam Scott Glenn. I can remember that now. Adam Scott. It's pretty easy. How you doing? That's easy. Adam Scott Glenn. <laughs> How are you guys? I'm good. I'm How good. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I can't complain. I'm a couple cocktails deep right now. That's what I'm talking so I'm about. Feeling good for the podcast. It's yeah, I got back from this thing. It's called like Concert in the Park with the family, and there's kids everywhere, so you kind of have to drink to make it a fun time. You know. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Totally. <laughs> Listen, don't. I, I totally get it. Good for you. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you're in a healthy and a good. Uh, what what kind of vibe was it? Like, there's a ton of people out, or what? Dude, it's cra- it's crazy. There's like, all of Anaheim is in this one park, and kids are running around everywhere. People are dancing. They have theme nights. This one was like country, which I'm not a big country fan, but like they had some good songs on, so I can't complain. Was there any celebs there? Like, do you spot no. anybody? I know it's Anaheim, but do you spot any or no? No, dude. People are like saying hi to me. I like, let's be let's let's show you how low the bar is set at this place but when you go to something like this do you uh, do people know who you are do people come up to you yeah but you gotta realize i've lived in this neighborhood for a very long time so like back to my tmz days so people would say hi to me at the grocery store and now they start like oh hey mr tmz guy i'm like i don't work there I haven't worked there for like six years yeah i get it so. i get it <laughs> all right let's all right. get to this we got a good raw rundown get you guys ready for the weekend going in knowing all the the hot celebrity entertainment news stories uh so that you know you feel you feel like you know what you're talking about um before we do that let's get to a review i pulled a whole bunch of new reviews we had a bunch stored up that i hadn't got to so as uh, as adam always says this is it's our form of payment from you guys we don't ask for money I mean, we could, but we don't ask for money, and we don't have a Patreon, so all we ask for is for five seconds of your time to go to iTunes, scroll to the bottom where it says reviews, leave us five stars, put a nice comment, say how Adam's hair looks good, how my butt looks good, whatever you want. Just say something, and uh, then we'll read it out loud here as a little thank you. Yes. Right, Adam, give me a number, one through ten. Uh, four. Four. One, two, three, four. All right. This is the comment I'm reading. Uh, quick escapism, and this one's from Janicus. Five stars found the podcast on a general search, and so glad I get a quick entertainment escape during my day, and typically a laugh or two. Dina from E Town. Oh, nice, Dina from E Town. They left a name. Make sure you leave a name uh, so we can really make sure you know we're shouting you out. But Dina from E Town, thank you for the kind words and the good review. Uh, Dax, do I have to give you another number, or are you just going to give gonna me another number? Another, oh, no, no, no. sorry, that's the cocktail speaking. Give me another number. Nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, all right, this one comes from. I, I, oh, 
I don't even have to read the the, the name on here. Uh, <laughs> great podcast, five stars. Becky from Bella Vista, Arkansas. I'm so glad I caught you all on Juicy Scoop. Love this podcast. It's informative and so much fun. Becky with the good awesome. hair. Love it. Thank, Thank you, you, Becky. Becky from Bella Vista, Arkansas. Next we time we're in it. Bella Vista, Arkansas, we'll uh, we'll meet up at the Applebee's. <laughs> all right, one last number. <laughs> okay. No, you give me a number. Oh, okay. Uh, two. One, two. Uh, Spy Girl, best escape. Thank you for the fun and the lighthearted view of celebrity. You two are so relatable. Aw, Spy, Spy Girl. Girl. That was nice. That was that nice. nice. That was a nice thing to say. I wish we had your name, but we don't, so we're going to move on. She's a spy. Uh, we can't right, know her name. let's get to it. What is it? She's Spy Girl. You can't know her name. She's Spy Girl. She's, she's Incognito Girl. All right, <laughs> let's get to it. Number 10. Uh, you love yourself some housewives. I... I didn't even know who Erica Jane was for the longest time, uh, but she uh, is now being ordered to turn over her $1.4 million diamond earring. So if you've been following the Erica Jane court drama, her and her, uh, is it estranged or actually ex-husband? Do you know? I, I mean, it's estranged, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So... She filed for divorce back in 2020. She's facing a $50 or $50 million racketeering lawsuit plus a $2.1 million aiding and abating suit, uh, all because her ex-husband was wrapped up in all kinds of alleged fraud and stealing money that from the firm that he was working with and funneling it into different corporations, including uh, one of her corporations, EJ Global. Well, uh, I guess a judge in this said, listen... There was a pair of earrings, very expensive diamond earrings, that her ex-husband gifted to her. I'm sorry, estranged husband gifted to her. Um, and he is saying that that money that bought those earrings uh, was embezzled out of the company and into those earrings. So Erica Jane is saying, look, I, had, I didn't know. I had nothing to do with this. These were simply a gift. And her lawyers are saying, look, she is now facing more issues because of her ex-husband. Like, she shouldn't have to hand over these million-dollar earrings because he's a douchebag. What are your thoughts it's, on this? I just remember when we were at Dr. Drew's. Can we say this story? Yeah, yeah, of course. So we were at Dr. Drew's house doing his podcast. And a nice, very, a very nice part of California. And he actually said to us, see that house over there? And it was, like, directly behind him. He goes, that's where Erica Jane lives. And I was like, whoa, this is, like, right during the start of all the drama with her and her ex-husband. And I was just like, I was so curious to check out this house. Like he lives. And we, we definitely tried to like, let's yeah. be honest. We, we, we were with Drew's wife, Susan, who is awesome. And she was like walking us around showing us. And you could tell that she was entertained by the whole thing. And she was yeah, yeah. walking us to the edge of the property, looking up, but we couldn't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. I was really like, wow, this is kind of like a newsworthy shot. Like, cause I don't know how many people got to her house. You know, I'm curious what the house looked like, especially after how much money they made and, uh, well, how much money they, we don't really know how the money got there, which was not really legal money. So, but how this story ends, it's, it's sad. It's going to be, it's going to get weird. And, you know, Erica Jane is, it, she, do you think she's guilty? Do you think she did not I, know I, where this money I, was coming? I know nothing about Erica Jane. I know where she lives. That's legit all I know about this woman because of Dr. Drew. I I, I did not watch her on Beverly Hills Housewives or whatever Housewives program she was on. I didn't watch. I didn't know anything. So this report is the first report I've ever done on Erica Jane. 
Yeah, I. But when you see the videos of the husband now, like he he's already he was already old, but he's definitely like he's shot. Like I don't like it's one of those things that's really sad. Where I don't think it's gonna, it's not gonna end well for him no. in the next. When you steal money, know. it doesn't seem to end well. Let's move on because I yeah. can't talk about Erica Jane anymore. Number nine. number nine, Nick Cannon, now father to baby number eight. So uh, his uh, baby mama, Brie Tessie, gave birth to, uh, I believe it was a son. Welcome there, baby son. Yes, baby son to the world. Uh, and keep in mind, Tessie is Johnny Menzel's ex-wife. I don't know if people have connected that or know that, but... Um, on a Monday, I guess they had the birth. They posted a bunch of photos from the day. Nick was there. Uh, it looks like it was all done like at home. There naturally, was, yeah, naturally yeah. at home. A bunch of photos of Nick and her like sitting in the bathtub, and then her like crouching outside. And um, look, you could tell that she's going through like um, what is it, labor pains, all, all this kind of stuff. Oh God, that's gnarly, and, man. And <laughs> it's the gnarly. crazy part is, you know. She she was awesome on, on on IG saying you know blessings to to Nick Cannon which I'm like I'm pretty sure you should be he should be saying that to you not the other way around he was yeah. there to support you but you did all the hard work um, anyway uh, he is saying Nick Cannon is saying he wants more children I'm like bro you got eight how do you afford eight like child support payments. Uh, just like you know, another season of Wild and Out, that's how you afford it. Like uh, we got that's the show. Just like they canceled the show, and he's like, "Dude, I need the money." I and they're like, "All right, paycheck. keep going." I need a paycheck. So I mean, that's a eight kids, man. That's that is more than enough for me, and I can barely handle them. Cannot imagine eight children, but to each his uh, own, but, right? Good for him, I guess. He's. Uh, as long as he's happy, it's just the whole thing is just a little surreal. All right, number eight. Number eight. Ooh, Beehive, not happy. There was some music that was uh, leaked out. There was a reported leak of her new Renaissance album. Uh, no one's been able to confirm whether or not this is the album as of now, uh, but I can tell you there's a lot of Beehive, um, you know, her army out there going crazy on Twitter saying, don't listen, don't download, don't support this. She hasn't put it out. I'm always honestly amazed when a cause Beyonce always somehow sneaks stuff out, right? Like a music video suddenly it's there, a whole album suddenly there. How something actually got out is kind of crazy because nothing gets out of her camp ever. Do you not agree? Yeah, I don't know. No, I part of me wonders if this was like a strategy to like kind of get the word out, but I, I, but majority of me disagrees with that i don't she's think so i, I don't wonder album. how someone yeah i don't know how someone people don't even know that she's like even really like we knew actually with this that she was recording but we didn't know where like where in that recording phase she was it's amazing the beehive is saying hey we don't support this do not download just wait but how, it's how, wild okay. how, how stuff like this actually comes out do you think actually we're like I'm gonna wait listen. and not listen to it. Like if the if the link is sitting in front of them and they are huge Beyonce fans, what are the chances of them not pushing play? I think they might listen to a one, but these people are they're it's the beehive, you know? Like they're like Beyonce is their lord and savior. <laughs> like that's they go this is not like when they listen to a new album, that's like going to a church service. Like that's how it is. It's it because so I do think they will actually listen to it because the story itself 
it got a little mm-hmm. bit of buzz, but not insane amount of buzz. So I think it was that was part of it to make sure that this story didn't have so much gas on it. So it became such a strong story that people went you know searching see, for the album. Beyonce is like so intense with all these releases. I could see her going out of her way, recording eight songs that aren't real songs to leak out, to get it strummed up, to then actually release the real album. Yeah, I can see, like, see that. 100% uh, just as a really smart publicity move. All right, let's move on. All right, uh, what's number the next? Number seven, uh, Britney Spears winning again. She will not be deposed. You know, there's a whole another lawsuit going on um, against her father, Jamie Spears. Uh, well, one of the things, Jamie is going to have to sit down and do a deposition talking all about these allegations of him uh, apparently making her go to therapy, not letting her have medication, bugging uh, her phone, all this kind of stuff. And so uh, as a part of Jamie's court case, his lawyer said, well, I want uh, Brittany deposed then. I want to I have her sit down. We want to grill her, ask her a bunch of questions. And the judge said, absolutely not. She has gone through enough. She has had to be under this conservatorship for 13 years. Uh, so no, you do not have to have her sit down and do a deposition, which again, another huge win for Britney Spears. If there was a deposition, would we be able to Dude, see it's, that video? It's so wild. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Um, and I, I definitely think if, if this one was recorded, everything's been so private in that case, other than what Brittany wants us to know. But everything's kind of been under lock and key. And the judge basically said, like, I, I think it would re-traumatize her. So I don't think we'd ever see that tape, personally. Yeah, yeah no, I could. That would be, if that happened, that would be a very, very interesting deposition video. Because I feel like that would be a way of seeing, like, the real... Brittany, or yep. where she's at at this moment. All right, number All six. All right, number six, Wendy Williams. So, okay, this is a crazy story, but her ex-husband claims that the producers for the Wendy Williams show refused to help her with her addiction problem. So Kevin Hunter sat down. That's this a wild, wild claim. claim. He sat down, talked to Page Six exclusively, and basically said her and her or him – her family, all these people were getting together saying, look, her alcohol issues are, they're out of control. We need to do something, um, you know, and the family family, and they invited the producers of the show to sit in and help as well because they felt like those are the people that are paying her. And so maybe they have more influence than maybe the family would have over her. And he is, again, this is him claiming it. He is claiming that they would not sign off on anything that would take her away from doing her job. So if that was rehab where she had to leave and go to Florida and stay in rehab for 30 days, it would take her away from doing the show. So they didn't want to sign off on it, which means in layman's terms, they don't care about her. They just care about making money off of her and the show. Wild claim. Uh, I don't know how, you know, the producers aren't going to comment on this. This is just his. This is all what he's saying. I, I, I mean, I remember running into this guy years ago. This is more than 10 years ago. Wendy Williams used to do a comedy show at Caroline's. This is before she had the TV show. She had a radio show. And she would come in with the husband. And she would get on stage first. And the show would sell out. 
and she would get on stage in the beginning with the husband. They'd come in like an entourage. They'd stay for, after she got on. It, again, it was the Wendy Williams comedy show. She would stay for like seven minutes and then quietly bail. And I just remember like he was the one who run the ship. Like it was just the way he handled it. It was like he was her manager, which he was, I guess, to some extent. And just like she listened to everything he said. I, I don't know if I trust this guy based on a statement like hmm. that. I'm just saying. Interesting. Number, Number five, five. Uh, Sean Mendez canceling the rest of his tour for mental health reasons. You know, he had kind of it was a big deal when he canceled it the first time because of covid. And then he announced that it was coming back and everyone was going crazy. Well, now he is canceling the rest of his tour to continue his mental health break. Uh, he posted basically on his social media saying, as you know, I had to postpone the past few weeks of the show since I wasn't totally prepared for the toll that being back on the road would take on me. The Treat You Better, uh, I'm sorry, that's the, the song, <laughs> The Treat You Better. I was reading straight from the article. Yeah. Um, he said, I started this tour excited to finally get back to playing live after a long break due to the pandemic, but the reality is I was just not ready for how difficult touring would be after this time away. So listen, I, I can't knock someone for taking health first. You know what I'm saying? Like, do what you got to do. I can't imagine some of the pressures that he is under performing and his love life was so scrutinized and all this. And he's like, give me some time to just do me. He's still young guys. He's crazy young. He's 23. Um, and I think that this day and age, people take mental health so much more serious and it's a good thing because you don't have as many breakdowns and overdoses and everything else. Yeah. He's a talented guy. Uh, you know, I, I'm curious. I mean, I'm sure he's going to bounce back. He's going to bounce back, I'm sure, very strong. But we wish him the best. And with number that, four. So we number say number four, four. is going to be Brad Pitt is dating. But, like, that's legit. The story was just he's dating. Not that he's dating someone. Just, like, page six did a whole article about he's now back willing to date. So I'm going to switch that one out. For Gwyneth Paltrow, who jokingly <laughs> told Haley Bieber that she fucked her dad, Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> that was such a crazy statement. Like, oof. Like, yes, they had a relationship like years ago, but talking about like really so this, like this, you know what you're doing. Up. Like she went in there knowing she was going to say that. She's like, I'm going to tell her that so I screwed her basically dad. Basically what happened was Gwen went on uh, Haley's uh her, her show, which is called Who's in My Bathroom. It's a whole series. And during that, she goes, Gwyneth goes, oh, you know, I actually, I, I think I know your dad and your uncles. We did like a movie 20, well, like when I was 20 years old, really long time ago. He was great. He was so nice. It was awesome. And Haley didn't even know that Gwen, Gwyneth and her dad had done a movie together. Like it was a small independent film, super tiny. Well, <laughs> she then went on to joke and basically say, well, what if I had, you know, like, fucked your dad in the bathroom? <laughs> and, uh, and um, you know, Haley didn't miss a beat. She goes, I didn't even know if he knows that and started laughing. Um, but I, I, I just think it's funny. Gwyneth knows how to, number one, have that shock value. It's always, like, the sex angles, the shock value for Gwen. Yeah, there's always scent, vagina-scented candles. Like, she knows she what she's that doing. Would hit. And... I got to think for Haley, this is the most her show's ever been covered. So she's probably like, awkward moment, but worth it. 
listen, it, it, people are talking about it. I had no idea Haley Bieber yep. was doing some show, and now I do. So it worked. Good guest uh, for Haley Bieber. All right, what number is three, number Elon Musk. three? So you know the alleged mistress, which is um, uh, what's his name, uh, Sergey Brin's ex-wife. So there was a whole story that came out uh, that yeah. basically said Elon and Sergey's uh, wife had had an alleged affair, and this was a, this was a huge story, huge, and um, it was done by the Wall Street Journal. And the next day, Elon posted a photo of him and Sergey partying together and he then went on and, and just said this is complete crap like there's no truth to this but the problem was sergey he and also Nicole said had not said anything like they had been silent so it kind of looked bad for elon well now uh nicole's lawyers are coming forward and saying make no mistake any suggestion that nicole had an affair with elon is not only an outright lie but also defamatory so when you start throwing around defamatory there's a good chance that uh the wall street journal might look at getting a lawsuit for this one yeah i mean and then elon also says uh it's not true because i had but the house keeps popping out all these children then which yeah, I don't know. It's Elon's got. I, I would love I to see say, Elon's he, game. You know, I would love to see what he says the thing to is women. He's so rich that there's just there's a lot of people out there that would just have sex with him just to be with the m- richest man in the world. You know what I'm saying? It's a great story. I mean, come on. It's it's like hey. You know, it's on my resume, <laughs> the richest guy in the world. It's a pretty cool thing. I'd put that on my LinkedIn, okay, if I had that. So, number two, this was a number huge one. This is two. another um, this music fun. leaked story, but Britney Spears apparently is returning to music. There, uh, there was a bunch of reports that came out this week that she sat down and recorded a new version of Tiny Dancer with Elton John that they were in the recording studio. Um, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bummed to be reading this because, again, this is one that if it dropped and I think the world would have gone crazy and it would have been this big like shock. So I'm kind of sad that this one came out, uh, but it is what it is. So, you know, Elton John's had a lot of success with re-releasing his songs and remixing them. Obviously, the Dua Lipa one that he just did recently got uh, a just, it did really, really well. What was that, Cold Cold Heart? And then he had done one with Pink, uh, with Benny and the Jet. Um, now it looks like they're going to do Tiny Dancer. So we're told that, well, we're not told, but uh, we are we're reading that uh, they were in a Beverly Hills recording studio for doing this new version and that it's done by Universal Music. So we are being told that next month will be uh, when this drops. And uh, I guess the Grammy Award winning producer, Andrew Watt, who's worked with Everyone Under the Sun, Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber, Pearl Jam, Ozzy Osbourne, you name it. He's worked with them, is the man behind this and helping it come to light. I think it's very cool, even though, yes, it, you're kind of, you're aware of it already kind of oh, it's, out there. It's going to be I huge. still think it's, it's very cool. I just think the, the initial yeah. shock value is not there. Like, imagine it just drops. We haven't heard music from, new music from Britney in years and years and years and years. She had told people, like, don't expect me to come back and sing anytime soon. And I think she probably wanted this to be a surprise. So someone leaked it out. I mean, I can't be mad at it. It's the world we live in. I mean, look at us talking entertainment news and covering it. But, you know, I I do like sometimes when I'm surprised. 
Yeah, I think the, actually what's very cool is that this is being produced by this guy, Andrew Watt, who the guy's a young guy. He's only 31 years old. So it's just a pretty, pretty cool thing to be working on this project. And I'm excited to listen. All right. The number, number one, one story, story of the week. Jojo Siwa says Candace Cameron Burr is the rudest celebrity she has ever met. So <laughs> so Jojo went on TikTok, did this whole, posted a video, um, which went crazy viral. She shared a photo of Candace. Didn't really have any... But it was first of all, she didn't. Yeah, you could. She, she. It was. It was this thing where you have to like show a person who uh, your your least favorite. I don't know. It was like your worst celebrity experience, and she quickly shows it on her phone. Like you can't even see if you're just watching it once. However, the fans stopped it and tried to look down and see who she was talking about, and found and out so there was no more was, details of yeah, like Kansas why Cameron. was she the rudest person you've ever met. So the internet started theorizing what happened between these two, what went down. Well, Candace got wind of it and was like holy crap what did i do so she started reaching out through her reps on instagram anyway she was able to i guess connect with jojo to find out what had happened and jojo said look when i was younger i was 11 years old we were on a red carpet i went up to you i asked you can i have a photo and you said not right now and then proceeded to do what you were doing and take pictures with other people on the red carpet and so that really rubbed jojo the wrong way and i think jojo actually feels bad that this became so viral because she kind of looks like a bitch <laughs> you know at the end of the day um but she, uh, she said look now that i'm 19 years old you weren't being mean i get it as an adult when you're on the red carpet and everything's happening you're being pulled in different directions um it's it's really hard and she knows the pressure now of being a celebrity and everyone kind of going after you. And she goes, but at the time I was 11 and I was heartbroken. So Candace said, sorry, I feel, I feel crummy and I'm, I'm sorry that happened. It was a miscommunication. Listen, we out people for assholes for us all the time. So, I mean, I'm not. I, I I don't feel bad because it was like listen, listen but also, what happened? Candace, she was an asshole Candace at that time. So it just I haven't heard multiple multiple reports about her being a jerk. You know what I'm saying? Like when we do our stories and report on people being jerks, it's normally because they're a repeat offender. And I like that Candace went out okay, of her way, but you know who to figure out what the hell went down. You know who I will see. I do like that. Well, she had to, Candace. Mm-hmm. She addressed it. And she, I think she had to be like, because it was really not good. And I think people are very interested in the story. And she had to defend herself. And I respect her for coming forward and speaking about it. With that said, you know who who's been in, I've experienced and is not friendly at all. I wouldn't say like the, the biggest really? asshole, but not friendly at all. Really, Kimmy Gibbler, like the least famous person on the show. Yeah, very disappointing. I mean, she was she the least famous, I mean, or was she like pretty famous? Series, she she's was, pretty popular. When it was Gibbler and did the reboot. She became much more popular, but she was not like out of all the people on the show, she was the least famous one, right? At the beginning, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But she became like a character. She became such a character okay, that let's go back to you know why um, was she people rude? were. So when they announced the show was coming back, Fuller House, to Netflix, the whole cast came to New York. And every one of the cast members was pretty cool. Jodie Sweetin was super sweet and nice to the fans. Candace Cameron was actually nice to people. 
but yeah, Andrea, Andrea, Barber. Andrea, I think Andrea that's Barber. Uh, Andrea. She was and, Andrea Barber. Andrea, she was not nice to the fans and like would hide behind like security just to like stay away from people. Now, here's the thing. Was she staying away because she's not friendly? Was she staying because she wasn't into it? Or was she staying because she doesn't want to give out free photos because she knows she could go to a Comic-Con and get paid for those photos with? I mean, you could, even if you gave every single person there a photo, you could still go to Comic-Con and give out and and pay or charge people. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because you gave out 10 photos doesn't mean you can't charge people Yeah, no, I get it. And can we talk about how Jodie Sweetin is the nicest person out there? Yeah, and if so you haven't nice. listened Jody to Sweet's episode, awesome. Jody Sweeten, go listen to it because she's the sweetest, coolest, most down to earth celebrity who who not down only to has earth, been famous humble. her entire freaking life, but she like she cuts coupons like the rest of us. I love it. It's such a great episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, listen, that was our uh, top it. ten stories of the week, Dax. Thank you. For I thank you for hanging me. out with me. I. Um, and um, I hope we do it again next week. And uh, I highly suggest everyone listen to our podcast this past week with Cato Kalin, the uh, the star of the O.J. Simpson case, which don't even let that like if you don't even know O.J. Simpson, if you're too young, you don't remember that story. Just listen to this episode. It's it's a fascinating story that actually made a, some news this week. You can see it on Entertainment Tonight and a bunch of other sites with that follow the uh the hollywood raw po- uh, podcast on instagram at hollywood raw pod we're also on facebook we're on twitter uh we're on tiktok we're on it all follow me at, at adam glenn g-l-y-n follow dax holt on all social media platforms including classmates.com <laughs> and we will review because my <laughs> score is not a 5.0 so i'm gonna need some help yeah. on that uh <laughs> you gotta get and it make up. sure you leave us a review uh head on over to itunes scroll on down to the bottom click where it says reviews five stars only and uh say something nice kind we appreciate it. and we'll read it out loud on the podcast like we did at the beginning of this episode have a great one see you next week a huda media production